We are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's releases of comics. For those of you who don't know, uh, new DC comics come out on Tuesdays, new Marvel and indie comics come out on Wednesdays, and we're here on a Thursday, uh, August 4th, 2022, to talk about this week's comics, uh, DC, Marvel, indies, everything that we can get our hands on. I'm your host, Demetri Pereira. And uh, it's not just what I've read. In fact, I've brought on a guest and we're going to talk about what we read this week. It's yes. uh, 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 Michael Mead, everybody. For the Hello, love sir. comics. Hello. Mike AM Comics Are Life. I'm I'm rebranding. It's it's a work in progress. Do you, do you need just, help? You need help? No, with I'm, I'll get the I, best I, minds I do of social media on it. I know. I know. I, I think I should do something like that. But uh I'm giving myself a shot first. I'm, I haven't been ready to, to dive in yet. To, that's know. fair. But yes, I'm trying. For the love that's of comics fair. is fine for right now. Yeah. All for right. All right. It's, it's still my, it's still the, the handle though. Yeah. How, uh, how's your, how's your day going? It's good. It's been, it was nuts at work with a lot of comic stuff's going crazy right now. Back mm-hmm. issue people are buying a lot lately, which is fantastic. I love seeing people buy a lot more comics. So that's been fun. Um, but yeah, other than that craziness it was really big actually there's a really big dc book a week actually now that i'm looking at the list was there was it really a big dc it was important week? books i should say i should say important it was there were important books this week because there was dark crisis uh number, number three. three there was flashpoint beyond flashpoint beyond i think number four uh-huh. uh or five four or five um batman 126 uh mm-hmm. of the chips of darcy new uh creative team run yeah uh so there was some there were some big books this week What's up to Wednesday pull? Uh, what's up Wednesday pull out there watching oh, us hey. on Twitch? Uh, if you are watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg show or youtube.com slash the Keeg show, or you're listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We are pulling the chat from Twitch now. Twitch, our number one streaming platform. Um, if you're out there, uh, come on over to twitch.tv slash the Keeg show. And uh, that's where we pull the chat from. Uh, Wednesday pull, thank you for the 100, either 100, 100, 100 points, 100 credits kind of thing. He gifted us. I'm not quite sure how it works, but. Uh, you got 100 um, of them, whatever they are. Whatever it is, we got 100 of them. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Lex, out there for watching. Yeah, he's, um, he's great, man. He's great. Yeah, uh, there there were a good amount of books that came out this week, but I do feel like it was a little little slow of a week. Is it was it for me? everyone else. Yeah, no, it was it was for a lot of the other companies. Yes, but yeah, there wasn't many books at DC, but the books that came out were super important. So it was a big it was a big week for DC in the importance of it, importance mm-hmm. of comics. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it typically was. Yeah, there wasn't anything too crazy Marvel. A lot of reprints came out over at Image and Boom and uh, Marvel. A lot of reprints came out. What was up with this week? As somebody who works in comics, like what was different about this week? I don't know. Usually first week, first uh, um, Wednesdays or Tuesdays, uh, first two weeks are really usually the big, you know, um, doing something big with their with their books, releasing a big book or a big storyline going up. But um, it's usually the last week that's super slow, but this one was kind of slow. I will give you that. Uh, but like I said, except for DC, in my opinion, I think DC has some some fire books this in this week for sure. Yeah, uh, DC DC did have um, um, some key books. I would say like not too many, but some key books. No, yeah, right? volume wise, wasn't much. Importance, there was a lot there. Like, I agree. Um, was it uh, one of my favorites this week? Had to be uh, Batman, White Knight, Red Hood, uh, number one. Is it a one shot? Uh, 
It's a I two. There's two. Tell. There's two. It's uh. It's a just a two part miniseries. It's Batman the White Knight presents Red. Batman so, the White Knight presents Red Hood number one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's only two issues in the series. Um, it's kind of giving some backstory on Jason Todd in the White Knight universe. If you've never read the White Knight universe, I strongly suggest you do so. It's super easy to get in. There's only three trade paperbacks out right now, two of the main story and one Harley Quinn miniseries. So good. It's currently on its third volume right now with single issues, and uh, it introduces Terry Megan as Batman Beyond into the White Knight universe, which is so cool. Yeah, uh, I'm going to put up the Batman uh, uh, White Knight Presents Red Hood. If you're watching live stream, you can see the covers um and lex i want you to stick around for when i do talk about the new champion of shazam number one um, i fell in love with that book so much that that's great because i read some stuff online that differs with our opinions so oh um, really i would i i, I mean i i want to cover it you know no please um, yeah. i want to talk i didn't hear about it. uh but like i mean nothing nothing crazy just the normal you know oh good okay and yeah. internet antics um <laughs> classic you know but uh Let's see. I'm trying to think I got all, all these set up. So Batman the White Knight presents Red Hood. When does it take place during the Batman Beyond White Knight stuff? Um, not exactly. It's a little before. Um, it's giving a little backstory on where Jason Todd has been in the White Knight universe, giving some backstory on his uh, kind of like his own self-exile, uh, mm -hmm. his own uh, upbringing and what he's been doing. And then an introduction to his kind of like new sidekick, like this other Robin that, that came in and how hmm. he like kind of trained her. Like it's really, really, it's really cool. I, I, I think this is, for me personally, this has been like the best representation of Jason Todd in a very long time. And it's uh, good. I, it is. It's really, really cool. I think I did a video a while back about how I really would like to see Jason Todd more as a father figure kind of thing, like mm -hmm. taking on like someone under his wing, like a big brother kind of thing. I think he would do very well with that kind of responsibility. And they just never, DC never given to him and they finally have. Very yeah. Cool. Uh, they've been fleshing out Red Red Hood a little bit more, right? Um, he uses non-lethal bullets as of at least as of recently. That's the only way he's yeah. going to be in the in the Batman family. Uh, what's up to Manny Reed's comics out there saying, Manny. hey, hey, everyone. He's on YouTube right now. Um, you know, I feel like this is this is what it's like for when people who travel town to town and they have two different families in two different <laughs> cities. You know, we got Lex on Twitch and we got Manny on YouTube. And oh, if it my wasn't God. For There's me, so many cool people me shouting them out individually. They should be here. They wouldn't know. They, they wouldn't know because they're on two different platforms. Um, you know, um, if you're watching right now, you are my number one favorite person. It's true. Yeah. You know, he says that to me all the time, like even off screen. He'll just text them to me. He's like, these guys are way more my favorite than you. It's like, thank you for letting me know. I appreciate that. This, this one person, <laughs> if you know who I'm talking to, you know who you are. Won't say who, whether they're on Twitch or YouTube, but that's what they, it's like. They know, though. They, yeah. I think they know. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so like, uh, like there was, there were some key books uh, here. I, I want to know the whole list of what you read this week. Um, I'll go through my list. Yeah. yeah, uh, totally. And then, and then, you know, issue numbers. So people who are watching and listening kind of know what we're going to touch on. Uh, we got dark crisis number three that came out this week. Yes. DC here we go. DC versus vampires. Number eight. Oh, um, yes, of course. Immortal X-Men number five, Legion X number four. Uh, the new champion of Shazam number one, X Men Red number five. Those are my books that I read this week. Okay. Um, and then, uh, what did you read? Uh, let's see. From DC wise. Uh, oh, yes. Sorry, I read Batman. Whatever, whatever the Batman ones. I just Batman finished it right before the show. One twenty six. Um, the yeah. Chip Zdarsky one, the yeah. main Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. 
Jorge Jimenez doing art. He's uh, breathtaking. He's one of my favorite modern artists right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just got announced for doing a Millar book, uh, a Mark Miller book coming out. Uh, yeah. They're coming back to uh, Nemesis. Uh, he's coming back to Nemesis. I'm super excited. What if Batman was an evil terrorist? Yeah, Nemesis <laughs> is coming back, right? Nemesis Returns uh, or something? Yes, I'm so excited. Nemesis is, is very Mark hardcore. Miller, I yeah. like his stuff. I do. And I'll read everything he does, but not everything he does is good. I agree. I I his 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 stuff that's been released in the past like i don't know like 10 years maybe maybe yeah. a little less like obviously he's writing for some sort of screen like i liked uh magic uh magic order i like yeah. at least the first volume magic order and uh jupiter's legacy the first volume of jupiter's legacy i liked uh yeah but i think his older millar miller world stuff is a lot better like kick-ass superior nemesis mm. uh wanted um secret service which is what kingsman came from like that yeah. stuff is like his like premiere and old man logan he wrote was writing old all that stuff at the same time yeah he is kind of an edgelord though and you can oh, kind yeah, of yeah. tell in his in his writing like he always has incest that's him he just incest is always a plot point like it there, there's always something incest is a plot point in like a lot of his books it in is one, old, which ones old man logan sure uh ultimate x-men sure uh nemesis because it's an incest baby without incest. Oh, sure, sure. Right? Uh, uh, anyone else out there, Manny or Lex, want to want to back me up on this? I can't That's four it. right there, right? Have I hit four? Ultimate X-Men, Nemesis. Uh, uh, Ultimate X-Men, Nemesis. Old on, Man yes. Logan. Yes. Uh, what else did I say? Ultimate X... Did I already say Ultimate X? Anyway. You did, yeah, yeah. There's a... But wait, I don't think he he didn't write that one. Which one did he not write? Because isn't the the incest part of it is Quicksilver and Scarlet okay. Witch, right? So, yes. That and... was written in Avengers three. That was Ultimate three. Right. He didn't write. So the you're 3. you're thinking about like when they actually come out and say the whole Jeff Loeb. Yeah. Jeff Loeb writes the incest storyline in Ultimates three. Yeah. That being said, he does kind of just like make it really uncomfortable up until they overtly mention it in his story in the ultimates in ultimates the ultimates that's mark they are close and mark miller's also ultimate x-men right yeah uh at the beginning of it yeah ultimate x-men they're not they're not they're not prominent in it i wouldn't well they are in the beginning they're in the brotherhood but they're they're not they're not not prominent yeah yeah they're not incestuous but uh in ultimates they are I would say it's, it, it's, it's, Oh hinted. yeah. No, I hundred percent. I'm not fighting that at all. Yes. Of yeah. course they are. <laughs> Actually, Ultimate so, so X-Men true. has this weird, weird scene in issue like number five mm-hmm. when they're in the savage land where they have this like long prolonged hug. Yeah. Um, which is kind of weird, but I mean, not that it's weird to hug, you know, whatever, but anyway, point being is Mark Miller kind of has some plot points that kind of pop up in his stuff, but I do like his writing. It's just, as of the last couple of years, he is writing very quick, rough drafts for screenplays. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what he's writing. Like 100%. Prodigy was bad. I don't know if you read Prodigy. I did read Prodigy. Yes. Prodigy um, was so bad. I know. And it came out with a volume two recently, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how that happened. I did like Huck, though. Huck, I thought was good. Huck, Huck was good, but it was short. You could it tell was it was short, like a yeah. short story. I wish it was. I wish he would continue. The one I want, he won't continue. Uh, that one's for what but he did the Captain Marvel one. What's it was called? What was it called? Well, there was Superior. Yes, I, I like I mean. Superior a lot. Yeah. That was one of his like his original uh, Miller World stuff. Superior Nemesis Wanted. Yeah. 
a kick ass. Right. I like Jupiter stuff, and I like yeah, Jupiter. The I, first volume of Jupiter's Legacy is great. I like all of them. Like, they, I like, yeah, I mean, I like the know. backstory of it. Like Jupiter's Circle when it when, yeah. it, when it goes to the um, showing some of the, the original characters in their yeah. like golden age. That's fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he yes, I completely agree with you, hundred uh, percent. I liked his his older stuff. You could tell that he was very passionate about it, especially because, like I said, we got Omed Logan as well, which I think yeah. is one of the best Wolverine stories ever. Uh, it again, does an, have another, another, of course, uh, yeah, of course. That's um, the one I'm forgetting. So it's he, Old Man Logan. He treats it X. bad. He like it's a bad thing, right? It's a Old it's Man a Logan. Pretty bad thing, Ultimates. Yeah. yeah, it's all yeah, but it's still a plot point. Old Man yeah. Logan, Ultimates, Nemesis, Nemesis, and what did I say? I think you did already count Old Man Logan last time. Oh, okay. Because uh, what was it? Um, yeah, who else has it? You did say four of them. Yeah, I, I did know. say. It. I forget what it was. Yeah, what was the fourth one. one that I'm trying I don't to? Know. I don't remember. Anyway, he's super edgy and edge lord. <laughs> he's, yeah, and he's, like, he's edgy. He also uses rape as a thing. Yeah, I mean, wanted oh, is yeah. crazy, but that's yes. part of wanted because they're all bad guys. It's nothing I, like the movie. <laughs> Which is crazy. It's I like, don't like. Yeah, I don't like. The it's movie. nothing like the movie. If you no. if you didn't read the comic because you didn't like the movie, it's absolutely nothing like the movie. Yeah, yeah. But the comic but is see- worse. Like the comic is better, but also worse. Sure, it's it worse in the way that it's like, it's pretty hardcore. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty. But it's, it's like edge lord stuff. It's, it's pretty brutal. Like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty brutal. But then but then we got Secret Service, which is what turned into Kingsman, which is cool. Like out of him during that during that that that, yeah. that that part of it that was cool we got kick-ass we got a lot of kick-ass from him which is pretty solid the only time i really enjoyed john romina jr art kick-ass so there uh, you go. who drew king of spies because that was good oh i like king of spies as well yes yeah who did that it was the same artist that was on uh i believe he's uh on black science uh, i never, he, he, I never read black it. oh rick Remender, image book amazing book it's like johnny quest meets time sliders ridiculously yeah. fun book yeah i'm trying to I mean, Mark Miller has more hits than misses, but at the same time, like Prodigy was just like, is oh, that, I, was that really like? I 100%. He had a big uh, image book called MPH2, Mile Per Hour. Like that was, didn't oh. go anywhere. Yeah, he, it was supposed to be like during the time when we were supposed to order it, they were making it like the distributors and Image was trying to make this like the next big second coming of comics. It went nowhere. Well, because it was supposed to tie in with a Miller connected universe. Yeah, I mean his stuff is connected. Yes, like it, but it's, it's supposed like, to be. It's connected, like it's all in like this. Weird but it's supposed universe. to be that like Kickass and Superior are in the same world, and that yeah. that the powers are coming, and then MPH they go back in time and they spark the powers or something like that. I forget. Yeah, that. the 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 way uh, someone has explained it to me is that there's like this scene in Kickass, like the first time Kickass gets like really beaten up into like like unconsciousness like mm-hmm. it's all like all these other worlds are like he is what he dreams about right then until he like he comes to oh. like he's not actually in the all these worlds he's just he's the one like the catalyst that yeah jump starts all of them yeah uh magic order is good though i will yeah, i like that i think the first volume of magic Order. i like the rest of them too they're just not as good i think the first volume with uh olivia coipel is just a beautiful book Mm. Uh, it's such a cool book first off the art is phenomenal and then the story is really actually very compelling i like this second volume and third volume where it's going but um it's nowhere near the first one for sure yeah um super crooks was one of my favorite super crooks is good the anime is good too i never watched it i need to watch it good too yeah um i'm very upset and i don't want to i don't want to derail this whole show to talk about how upset i fucking am 
Discovery in DC. Oh my and god! Warner yeah. Brothers. Did you see I'm, the announcement today? Uh, which one? The one the, that like, that uh, the Mighty Z. Uh, uh, there was about. that one. No, they just uh, there was that one too. That they um that was a, that's a big one. Yes, I'm, Oof, glad you I'm to that. so yeah. scared. Me too. Well, yeah, all the animation like they're making huge cuts to all the uh, WB animations, the HB HBO animations and everything. Yeah, they're and, making huge cuts to all those original shows. Yes. Well, they they just they silently got rid of like a lot of HBO Max original shows yeah. and movies, right? In like the last couple of days. And then, yeah, they made an announcement that like, Discovery Plus and HBO Max are going to merge into one app, which is what we've been rumoring. Yeah. They finally made an announcement for that one. What is that going to look like, right? How it's If it's going to be Discovery Plus with an HBO tab, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to pay for that, especially because they announced that it's going to, you're going to have to pay for no ads or ad-free, like, like kind of thing. Like it's, Oh my gosh! It HBO sucks. is like a really good app right now. HBO really, is my fa- was my favorite. It's, it's my number favorite, one like, rated. It's the number one rated streaming service right now. It, it really HBO, is. Maybe they realize that it's too good that they could too make good. more money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yes, of course. Yes, but, but at the same, I'm 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 very upset because we DC and Warner Brothers because Warner Brothers and DC Warner Brothers it's Warner Brothers' fault um, because it keeps getting sold off and changing their things. They've deprived a whole generation of proper DC content. Yes. And I will never forgive them for that. I'll never. Yes, I know. I, I, I agree. I just, when, when, the, when, the, when the Warner Brothers spokesman, it was either yesterday or the day before, was giving all the spiel about what they were doing. Um, like every other word they were saying was like our new parent company, our new parent company's like vision. Yeah. Like you can, it's hard for me to believe like obviously you, they make like the higher ups make um, in these companies make the decisions for financial reasons. Of course, I know that, but it's also hard for me to believe that the higher ups in these companies who have been with these companies who have worked up in these companies, right? Like the higher ups in DC, the higher ups in Warner brothers, they come from a lot of them come from um, like uh, movie production backgrounds. They know how movies are made. They know what to in DC. They know how comics are yeah. made. So all these big decisions are coming from the, their parent companies who don't know entertainment businesses. That's why AT&T didn't. Yeah. AT&T didn't. Disney is a entertainment company. They yeah. know how to do it. So they leave the creative decisions up to the people that know what to do. Discovery does not. Discovery yeah. isn't creative. They're like reality shows, right? Yeah. They just let things happen and they film it, right? A lot of it's scripted, of course, but it's like different kind of scripting. It's not creative scripting. It's- right, that's why they pulled all the scripted stuff. Yeah, and it's, I, uh, it's very disheartening. I completely agree. It's disheartening. And if they're doing what it looks like, uh, if uh, anyone on TikTok, if you want to find Mighty Z, the Mighty Z. Yeah, repost um, that video first, please. Uh, uh, it seems like they're going in a very conservative direction um, in which just white male heroes. I'm worried about Blue Beetle, man. Oh, Blue Beetle's going to get cut. I'm sorry, but there's I'm no way so, they're going to continue. Oh Blue. Blue Beetle isn't even finished filming. Batgirl it looks so filming. good. It Batgirl, I don't know any, I know about Blue Beetle, the character, but the movie, I know nothing or next to nothing about because they haven't released that much. Yeah. But the point being is that like, no way are they keeping Blue Beetle. Um, but what it is, is the guy seems to be uh, a nut. Who, the head of Discovery Plus? The, yeah, the new yeah. guy seems to be a right-wing nut. Yeah. And that's not surprising. You know, we're, we're you know what we're gonna get? We're just gonna get Batman. We're gonna get Batman <laughs> every five years. Okay. We're gonna get a Punisher, which is Red Hood. They'll just do a Red Hood Punisher. We won't mm. get Wonder Woman three. 
yeah. unless it's part of their contract, but that shit changes. We're not going to Harley Quinn animated series. Over. I'm, I'm so worried about Harley Quinn too. Like the only, I can, that's the only one I can see kind of surviving young justice gone. Young justice is gone. All the other animated like movies Fucking that have hell. That have always had their like they've already lost it. Young Justice once, it's not going to come back a second time. It's not going to get lucky again. I, We've I, lost Young Justice. It'll like, it'll get lucky again. I have hope. So? I don't have hope. I okay. Look, I don't have, have hope. Seen... I think that these will all get cut. But it's but DC will sell the shit again. Discovery's not going to keep this for very long. Do you, I mean? Did you see the last season of Young Justice? Have you, yeah. Are you cut up? How progressive that show was and yeah. all the subject matters they did. They're not going to keep that. They were. They're, <laughs> they're not, not going to keep that. it. No, they're yeah, not going to keep it. I'm agreeing with you halfway. Oh, okay, okay. Got it, got They're it. not I mean, going to keep it. I apologize. They're not going to keep it, but in 10 years, they'll bring it back? Do you think so? Yeah. I don't know. I, the only thing I can see, I, I think Harley Quinn is the only one that has a chance. Harley Quinn's anything. getting cut, dude. It's you so popular Young popular right now. Young Justice is progressive, but at least yeah. Young Justice has men in it. Harley Quinn is progressive and has female, bisexual, and lesbian characters. So, <sighs> yeah. I'm hoping what? they just go with the money because the Harley Quinn show makes a lot of well, money. Batgirl, Batgirl's fucking Batgirl. Like she is Batman's protege. She is what you yeah, can make money spent off of it? 90 million on it. For them, that's nothing. That's a tax write-off. That's exactly what they did. They don't mind living that. And if they write it off on a tax write-off, we can never see it. That's the frustrating part. It will get a legally, it. it'll get illegally released. We can that's never what I see think. it. Just like uh and Mercy- Brendan Fraser Mer- got screwed over again. Like yeah, Mercy Reef was released illegally. And people got to watch that pilot. Yeah. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Aquaman and pilot. See, that, see, that's kind of crazy too, because like people have already been doing this test screenings for, for Batgirl. It's done. Like besides like the fine tuning, like yeah. well, at least release it on HBO Max. Like, no, but if they release it, they don't get their tax write-off. And oh, they yes, don't believe that, like it. Yes. They, they're gutting HBO Max. So they don't believe that releasing a movie, quote unquote, for free, even if it's on a paid app, will warrant any money so yeah well the money comes up. from the new subscribers to wanting to get on the app to but see i the think movie, there's right? no future for hbo max no it's gonna be so i don't have any hope discovery plus uh, with an well app. the flash is ending after next season oh yeah that's done too um i'm worried about superman and lois oh yeah they're they're gonna cancel that too they're, they're gonna they're, cancel they're, 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 they're gonna get rid of that what pissed me off so much sorry star girl they're yeah, just they're fucking up DC for I'm 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 just very upset because you see it on TikTok and whatever people argue DC or Marvel. Marvel always wins when people yeah. argue it. Mo- and I wise, love yes. Marvel. I love Marvel. But the characters are not inherently better than the characters of DC. They're both good. I agree. 100%. It's just the execution. And DC has fucked over a whole generation of fans by not showing them proper DC content. Yeah. I completely agree. I completely agree. Like how I explain to people that the difference between two, right? Marvel are characters that you can relate to. They have day jobs. You understand all that stuff. You can relate to Spider-Man. You can relate to X-Men. Mm-hmm. You can do that. DC characters are characters and heroes you look up to. They set like a, uh, they're the heroes you aspire to be like, right? Those, those kind of like being a good person kind of, kind of things, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's needed too. I think both are needed. I think that yeah. both are fantastic and we're not getting one right <laughs> like that's great i can relate to spider-man but i think having a i don't know like i like that kind of like aspect of superman i love batman mm-hmm. you know the hard-working part of batman like never give up status the the hardcore will of green lantern right um, yeah the hope of superman like that stuff like i don't know so man. i agree with you but i also very much disagree with you 
Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, which is which is because everybody tries to sum up that Marvel is one thing and DC is another. Sure. Which is fair. We're trying to figure out what is the inherent difference between the two. The only sure. inherent difference that used to be is that DC was about legacy and sure. Marvel was about every man, but it doesn't matter anymore because sure. you we get these characters that we like from DC that have relatable jobs that we're supposed to care about, like Kyle Rayner. Right. Yeah. And that was back in the nineties, but we also have like Captain America, Iron Man and Thor, the big three in the Avengers. We can't mm-hmm. relate to not on a, on a job level, not on a regular day-to-day life level. The X-Men we can't deal with on a job level. In regards to like Captain America and Iron Man, like uh, the patriotism that Iron that Captain America is off. Yeah, sure. There's a lot of people that do that. No, the, yeah. the aspiration to be like someone like Iron Man and Captain America, you know, like being able right. to reach that kind of like status, that kind of like being able to just say what you want when you want kind of thing. You know, like like Tony is free to do in his in his privilege, right? Like, yeah. uh, and then the X Men are beat down upon, right? No, like, no, I get you relate. What I'm trying to say is yeah. you relate with these characters, but I don't. Yeah. But I don't think you don't relate to DC characters. I think, but that's just good writing is relating sure. to a character, regard sure. it's regardless of what company they're from, right? Um, D- Superman is the best when you can relate to him. Like Superman has. One of the most uh, understandable day jobs. Like he's a reporter. He's on the street. He's dealing with people stealing hubcaps off cars or whatever, you know? Um, Yeah, I I guess. They just hardly ever do the reporter aspect of Superman. His his aspect of Superman is that he's the champion of hope, right? Yeah. Like he's this unstoppable force that you know he's, you can rely on Superman. He's going to be there for you. Yeah. Right. So like, I just think the relatability is a, is a, um, that's just a good writing. No, you're you're totally right too. Yeah, one of my favorite Superman books is the Tomasi Rebirth, Tomasi and Gleason Rebirth Superman. It mm. should be Superman World's Greatest Dad, right? It's about him raising John. Yeah, very relatable. I, it's been, yes, I completely agree. It's made Superman better. Yeah, I'll be honest. But I'm also afraid of how this 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 discovery shit is gonna affect the comics. But let's talk about the comics we do have. <laughs> sure, of, let's go back. But to like, it, yeah. but like, I am I am I am worried about how it trickles down to comics because normally oh, it will. Of course, it will. Normally they don't affect the publishing like they're just like okay or much, but like this seems this whole this HBO Max thing seems nuts. And we might, uh, we might see the cancellation of I've been saying this for a long time like of DC Comics it, as a whole. Yeah, we might see the no, no not publishing comics anymore on DC and in, uh, in regards to Discovery being this kind of crazy about it. Like yeah, I was I was afraid of AT and T and compared to discovery they seem to be very level-headed and i thought at&t was going the ones going crazy with a lot of their editing decisions and so i heard they're trying to drive drive down the price drive down the price so they can sell it but that doesn't make any sense you would drive up the price to sell it correct well yeah uh, or no make the most profit by driving down the price then sell it then you get more profit well, business strategy right now, big business strategy, right? You get every penny you can out of it first, ring it through everything, and then just get rid of it, then dump it, like as fast as you can. Right. That big business turnover. That's that's what you do now. I'm I'm hoping. I mean, I'm not hoping, hoping, but Amazon or Google, you know, if they go into that that, like, well, entertainment. At this point, Apple? I'm hoping Disney buys them. <laughs> At this point, Disney buys them, like. I don't see any other big. That's big an antitrust problem. You can't have the two biggest companies being owned by the same people in any industry. Well, I mean, they're not all of the comic book market. No, but they're still a substantial, 
substantial. Well, I mean, if, if Diamond Comics distributors can get away with having exclusive contracts with Marvel and DC and no one else was allowed to distributor-wise, I think they could get, probably get away with that. They have better lawyers than, than Diamond Comics distributors. Yeah. Like, like Maybe. If Diamond, yeah if well, actually, it wouldn't, it wouldn't happen to Disney. Disney's already being like being pushed back upon for antitrust laws. Like they had to go to court for Fox. Yeah, but it, it went through. It went through, but you can buy Fox and WB properties. They can't own it. They're not, those are big five studios. Fox, I don't even know whether they're the big five, part of the big five, but regardless. Yeah, I'm not a a lawyer at that point. I don't know. It's just what it seems like to me. What was your pick of the week? My pick of the week definitely was, oh, which book that I love the most? Um, It definitely probably had to be um it was definitely the, the red hood one okay um, that one hood. or um or twig okay <laughs> it was one of those two like the oh so twig is so good but yeah the red hood really kind of stood out to me um are we talking d are we talking dc right now should we talk the rest of dc or i mean we... we don't have to do swaths of dc we can go back and forth but okay but i mean you already talked about red hood but like i want to know yeah. about twig number four because i saw four. this cover and it looks like a cool cover and i'm wondering what it's about like have you never monster? read Twig yet? No, it's like sure. a monster-related thing. Let me tell you, uh, Twig is written by uh, Scotty Young. Um, if you're familiar with Scotty, he yeah. uh, this book is absolutely adorable, but at the same time, it's full of action. It, it seems like The Hobbit. It seems very much inspired by The Hobbit, where he this this young little monster who's adorable is set off on his adventure. He is a legacy <laughs> kind of character. His father did the same thing before him, and his grandfather before him so like he's going off and but this time a little something screws up and so he has to go on this extra adventure and it's just like this whole world of like of mad like uh just crazy imagination on the part of scotty young just all the monsters and the landscape and the the things that are going through like it's just so out out there in regards to like the style of it and it is a very simple premise he's on an adventure but you fall in love with this character. His name is Twig. He's the main character and his buddy. Uh, and they're going on this adventure to try to save the world. And it's just, it's just cool and great. And it's fun. I know something bad's going to happen and it's scaring me, but it's, it's good. It's so good. Mm. Okay. Would you recommend, like, it's only four issues in, would you recommend it to yeah. new readers? Yeah. I mean, it's only five issue miniseries. It's almost over. Oh. I, it's only five, it's only five issues. And yes, I definitely recommend to new readers. You can easily jump into this book. Um, you don't need to know anything else about comics. If you just love a good like adventure story, if you love fantasy and like kind of like a weird mix of sci-fi and fantasy, it's fantastic. Sci-fi as in like different alien creatures and things like that. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's really, really right. good. It's adorable. It's really good for like all ages too. There's no yeah. violence or anything or no like sexual content or, or drug use or anything. It's really good. Did you read another thing that was good this week that I didn't read? The Closet? I would love to. Tell me about The Closet. Tell me about The Closet. Um, And uh, yeah, love to hear it. Let me put this on. Cool. Sure. Uh, The Closet is absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's. I think it's just turned into three issues. I don't know why, but it turned into three issues because at least this is what it looked like. Um, but it's written by James Tynan IV, who, if you know who that is, he was he did the Joker War storyline. He created Punchline over at DC. He's writing Something's Killing the Children and House of Slaughter. Uh, he wrote The Woods a long time ago. Like He's an amazing horror writer. He learned from the best, Scott, uh, Scott Snyder, who also wrote Batman. Uh, but I absolutely love this book. Uh, it turned out to be a book that I... I the point of the book totally blew me away like i didn't see this point coming um originally we thought this book was going to be about this um 
this this, uh, this family, this mother and father, married couple who are having issues with their marriage. Um, they're arguing a lot. This the husband, the dad is very dysfunctional. He's, you know, you can see he's trying, but at the same time, he doesn't seem to be trying there very hard. He doesn't, it's something you want to try very hard, but they have this son and the son keeps complaining that there's this monster that's attacking him in his closet, right? You see this monster and this, there's, there is a monster. The son sees this monster and he attacks him every night and like holds his throat and like just looks and he's horrifying. Um, and we find out, we finally find out in this last issue what that's about, right? It's, we're following this journey of this father and son as they're moving across the country to meet up with uh, his wife and the son's mother on the other side of the country, start a new job. And all the, I don't know, it's, it's very much a book about this kind of like hopeless guy who wants a different life that feel he feels stuck in his life and he's doing everything wrong, but he has to try to make it up to his son in some way, some point and we see why and what the monster is in this last issue and just blew me away what it is. It made total sense looking back on it. I couldn't, I couldn't guess going forward through it, but as soon as you find out what it is, it, it blows my mind. It's really, really good. What issue is this? Is this issue three? This issue three. Yeah. James Tinyan has done a lot of horror related comics, huh? Yeah, Something's Killing the Children, House of Slaughter, right? He wrote The Woods a long time ago for, for Boom Studios, which is really good. Uh, Batman, he wrote Joker War. He created Punchline. Uh, Talon, he's, he's, he was a student of Scott Snyder, who also worked on Batman. Like, ridiculously talented horror writer, for sure. Okay, all right. Um, Wednesday Poll says Survival Street would be my underdog pick of the week. Which one? Wednesday, uh, Wednesday Poll is saying Survival Street. I haven't Oh sure. sure I didn't sure. read it. Um, and Manny Reads Comics says this one was good, but left me, left me depressed. Oh, yeah. Um, it's very depressing. <laughs> it's very depressing. Yeah. Nice House on the Lake, too. Yeah. James. Tinian. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. I yeah. knew I was reading it. Nice House on the Lake. That's decent. Yeah. Is it Tinian or Tinian? Have we, have we figured that Tinian. out yet? I believe it's Tinian. Okay. All right. Um, I like his work. I liked his Detective I Comics run. Oh, yes. His Rebirth Detective Comics is phenomenal. Uh, I love that bat, that the bat team. Ridiculously cool. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Champion of Shazam. If, uh, like, while we, I know that Wednesday Pool is out there. Um, the new Champion of Shazam is a DC Comics number one of four, a little mini series that it seems to be giving the powers of Shazam to Mary. We have a new Shazam. We, what? She's the new Shazam. Yes. Yes. Yeah. When you say that, though, I, I was I was confused because oh. of DC's history with Shazam and the name Shazam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shazam is the, it used to be Shazam's the wizard gave the powers yeah. to Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Now it's Shazam is the wizard. Shazam is the champion as well. Yeah. You're the champion of Shazam and you're also Shazam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Young is. Justice does Lieutenant Lieutenant Marvel is her name. They don't call her Mary Marvel. They call her Lieutenant Marvel. Is that what it is? Because in Young Justice, I think they still go by Captain Marvel, but they just don't say it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least in the first season, yeah, they call him Captain Marvel all the time. Yeah. So it's like, okay, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> this is this is Mary Marvel, but they don't call her Mary Marvel anymore. So, no. uh, and she's not biologically related to Billy anymore. Not like yeah. she was when she was a kid or uh, when we, I guess we were kids and it was the past. Um, but Mary Bromfeld, has gone off to college and she thinks the power, the Shazam stuff is done. It's over with Billy sure is missing because he's stuck in the rock of eternity, but, um, but the antics are over and she can go to college and be her best self. 
I didn't realize that even though I made a joke about it on TikTok recently that Mary is a Ravenclaw, uh, I didn't <laughs> yeah. realize that until this issue. And I was like, oh, I was just joking because Ravenclaws are kind of my thing. Nice. Um, and so I like Ravenclaw girls. What can I say? That's hey, it. You know? Can't go wrong, man. Um, and so in this, it's like, oh, she's she's definitely a Ravenclaw. And so oh, yeah. hardcore. She then she gets the powers of Shazam, the full powers of Shazam. And uh, she has to deal with that. I thought it was a nice issue. I thought it was a sort of fairy tale kind of origin, you know, like yeah. a return to Narnia sort of <laughs> energy. Sure. Uh, how do you feel? I yeah, I fell in love. I, I with with Mary all over again. I thought this is a really good use of her. I think this is. I think she was the right choice out of everyone. If we're not gonna have Billy, um, Mr. Batson. Uh, yeah. I thought it was a really good balance of funny action uh, hope as well for the, like the future of this character and the story uh, and the art was beautiful as well. I, I, I loved it. I thought it was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, Wednesday pullout sir, there says I was easily sold because Doc Shaner is one of my favorite current. Artists. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What else beautiful did Doc work. Shaner do? Uh, he helped with uh, strange, strange adventures. He did uh, work alongside uh um, tom king wrote it but also uh drawn um the other artists on that book i forget i'm blank on his name oh i'm gonna be so mad um but yeah he did uh work with that as well i can't Mm, as a penciler what else oh he did some of the multiversity he did uh yeah i think strange adventures yeah he did future quests yeah he did the terrifics okay yeah that's where he's good and then young just one issue of young justice the newest the new kind of continuation of young justice sure yeah he's brilliant beautiful work yeah yeah um but uh i like this issue i wouldn't say it's my pick of the week but like it's definitely that that being said oh man some of the internet comments i saw yeah, what? You know, I haven't seen anything about basically, this. Basically, this was what, the what, what worst. This is the worst. I wish somebody at DC Comics knew how to write. I, uh, uh, um, oh, all those SJW hagtivists. It's like, this is what just a the female cri- character. There was no- What was the criticism? That, that Freddie deserved, it's not true criticism. It's just, I think they're just- Oh, it's just misogyny. They say, yeah, it's misogyny. They say yeah. that Freddie deserves the the mantle of Captain Marvel, um, because pre fifty two he was yeah he was in it he was he was it for a second when when yeah. Billy was the new wizard, yeah when Billy was yeah. a new wizard, uh and but basically SJW had to this writing it and it's like it's just that it's a female character yeah that it has to be literally it. I couldn't, I can't see anything about that issue. I mean, yeah, it's not like life-changing of an issue. No, it's nothing crazy, but it was very entertaining. It was very good in my opinion. I don't, I don't know. They're going to complain. So I don't lend credence to it. These are the type of people who are going to complain regardless, you know? Yeah, regardless. Yeah. Unless you get your white male hero, essentially. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Right. Like. Seems to be what Discovery wants to do. So I mean, like people want Freddie Freeman as, as Captain Marvel. They want Bucky as Captain America. Can't have Sam Wilson be be uh, Captain America, right? Like they had their times. They both had their times. It was fine. Yeah, Bucky was Bucky and Freddie were both there. Yeah, they already were for a little bit. It's over, dude. 
they already had their times. It's all good. It's over. If you like that stuff, that's fine. There's material. Go read it. There's already right. material for both of those. Right. Enjoy. Right. Um, I liked it. I want to talk about DC versus Vampires 8. Tell me you read it. Yes, Tell we me should you talk it. about DC. Yes, of course I read it. Uh, I think I posted about it because there's two two very good Nightwing scenes in that in that issue. One is a dream. What, they're, I think they're both a dream. Which? Uh, one has to do with like him and Starfire, and then the other yeah. is with him and Barbara. No, that's yeah. all the same dream. It's all the same dream. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I, I posted two different pictures, so I think that's what yeah. I thought in my head. So yeah. Uh, Otto Schmidt's art, is always super good and it's so good everybody's hot like yeah, way, too hot. <laughs> way too hot way too much Schmidt. I, think I think that's good for this for this series right i think that's good that kind of has to be it's yeah. a it's, it's pretty it's a pretty sexual series <laughs> like not not overtly it's yeah. like covertly like it, it's yeah. like vampires it's like yeah no exactly weird, exactly like hypnotism yeah. sexuality kind of thing yeah. oh but there is some like interesting thing basically for anyone out there who wants to know that like I expected this to be like Marvel Zombies or even DC's. DC's wasn't even Marvel Zombies, but like I just expect an all mm-hmm. I expected an all out kind of vampire battle kind of thing. You know, people just getting turned. Yeah. But this is yeah. way different. No, it's it's better than both of those. And I think DC's is in my in my opinion better than Marvel Zombies. But um yeah. I think it's better I think it's better than both. I think this DC versus Vampires when I first saw it coming out it's just called DC versus Vampires and I saw who's running it James James Tynan Again, I should have never lost faith. But when I first saw it, it was just DC vs. Vampires. A very simple name, very simple premise. I was like, oh, we're just getting another vampire story. I don't need this. Nope, it's not even close. It's a book about surviving and who's going to get killed next. It's ridiculously good. I absolutely love it. And they do like new twists and turns for some of these people. Like like with Jane, uh, no, Zan, Zan and Jane. The Wonder Twins. Yeah. Jan and Zana. Zane and Jane. Yeah. What are the names? Jaina is is the is, is the, okay. is the sister, yeah. So Jaina, like now that Zane Zan, is it Zane? Zan. I think it's Zan, Zan and Jaina, right? And um, the monkey Eek. And Gleek. Gleek, thank you. Yeah. Um it is Zan and Jaina. Yes. Zan is dead. Yeah. Because he First got issue. he got blended. Yes. By Greenland. It was so brutal. This book is brutal. It's fucked it's up. It's funny. And it's beautiful, but at the same time, it's ridiculously brutal. It's oh. yeah. Um, there, there, there's and like don't any- get attached to anyone. Don't. don't. But then, but then, like people die. But then at the same time, like there's some twists and turns and villains oh, yeah. that come oh, in yeah. and out that like I would never expect. Like when when Black Manta shoots at one of them and then misses, it's the classic like, oh, I guess he's a vampire. But then he's like, no, he's shooting the vampire behind them. Yeah. You know, but no, it's it's a great series. You start out with like, apparently, I love that they brought Andrew Bennett. Of course, they had to in it. He like he's finding out that there's a big move. There's a new king of the vampires, right? Yeah, we're not going to spoil move. it, right? Yeah, we're no, we're not. Yeah. There's a big move that they're you know they're going to take over very silently, and they yeah. are. I love the two teams going on right now too. The Bat family was trying to find out what's going on, and then you have the Green Arrow family trying to find out what's going on at the same time, yeah. and I loved it. Like they yeah. had, they're going independently. They don't know what you, they don't trust each other at first. Right. It's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it too much because this is DC vs. vampires eight is, is well, just this series in general is 
I think a mini series I will be recommending to people for a while. Oh, I agree. Like not to spoil anymore, but like one, one, one of my favorite scenes so far was, I think it was like issue five or something. Uh, when Batman and uh, Green Arrow had to team up against, you know, yeah. who like that was, I didn't know if they were going to make it out. Like it was, it was such well-written and the art was great. Like I was just like, Oh my God, they're not going to make it out of this. This is really good. And I yeah. rarely think that anymore, but like it was, it's ridiculously good. Cause anyone can die in this. It's an alternate universe kind of thing. Right. Yep. Um, Wednesday pulls has lots of twists. I've enjoyed this series more than I expected to. Yeah. Going yeah, into issue can... one, I didn't, but I was hooked yeah. at issue one Completely. and the one shots are really good. Except, I mean, they're not necessary, but they're good. If you like, World killers isn't that good there's hunters there's killers there's all out war right yeah yeah all out war is a mini series within a mini series yeah because it's not yeah. just but the other two are just one shots but uh uh all out or uh dc vs vampires hunters i thought was really good yeah I've, I've enjoyed them i like world building exposition anyway so for me i enjoyed them yeah 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 um you want to tell me about demon wars iron samurai number one Yes, Peach Momoko. First off, one of the, in my opinion, probably one of the most unique and brilliant artists that comics have out right now, Peach Momoko. Her art is out of this world beautiful. It has like this kind of a little bit simplistic to it, but at the same time, vastly complicated. Like it's it's so beautiful. It has this very painted look to it. And uh, she has her own kind of like Marvel centered universe a little bit that you know marvel gave her to run herself it's the it's the uh, it's the demon days now it's demon wars uh kind of universe kind of set in a very much kind of looking you're right Japan it did era. change that name i didn't realize it, did. it, it was, was demon, demon, days. demon days and now it's demon wars yeah it's 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 escalating we're, we're growing as a universe and uh it, in my opinion she also writes a lot of them like this writing isn't very strong for me, but the reason you get these books is, is the beautiful art. It's phenomenal. Um, the storytelling visually is right there. They know what they're doing. And it's, 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 an, it's an alternate world, just like DC vs. Vampires. It's by itself. You can just read the Demon Days, Demon Wars. And especially this one right now, it's two clans fighting. And the main character of this new series is stuck right in the middle of them. Yeah. Because um, they've been using Demon Days to set up characters, yeah. right? Exactly, yeah. Okay. But it's a beautiful, beautiful book. They're all one shots. Yes, they have. They'll been. probably be released all together as a deluxe in like a year. Probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Maybe it's I'll good. read. Yeah, it. Maybe I'll read it's it. Worth, it's worth it. Yeah. Again, yeah. not the strongest of writing I've ever I've read, but they're, they're the they come from an artist background, so their visual storytelling is where it's at. Yeah. And it's yeah. nice to see that this actually, this, you know, Japanese inspired story is way better than back when Marvel tried to do Marvel manga verse, where oh, it was yeah. American writers trying yeah. to write manga and just not being interesting or getting it wrong. Yeah. The Punisher it's was a, a school teacher that slapped you on the butt with a paddle. It was, it was an interesting time. Right. Yeah, Am I right? There's X-Men Mangaverse, right? That was very, very stylized, uh, almost to the point of like, it seemed like mocking a little bit to me, <laughs> like, right? Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was it was a time. I, I remember that X-Men Mangaverse because Cyclops yeah. had this big, like, big circular helmet. Yeah, it was just one eye. It was like, a, yeah, it was an eye, yeah. Um, and then Wolverine had white hair and energy claws. I think yeah. I remember this. It was yeah. the coolest designs when I was in in, in junior high, though. When I was yeah. in junior high and I was looking at the like the the character designs, I'm like, ah, 
Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, without without context, yeah, they they definitely can be. But like I said, it seems they seem very much on the verge of mocking a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why. Like, I'm looking at this right now. Like Marvel MangaVerse for anyone out there. Like the Avengers, I think we're all mech suits, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I see. It was an interesting time. Yeah. Eh, all right. I remember though. I remember this. That was interesting. Um, uh, Marvel MangaVerse was rough. I thought it was a parody series at first. That's what Lex says. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I wish it would have been a parody series. I wish it would have been. I no, wanna, they, were tr- they were trying there. That was them trying. So yeah. there you go. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of other books before we talk about X-Men. We'll kind of finish it up with X-Men. Sure. Um, Dark Crisis 3 uh this has not been worth it it's been a waste what i've loved it the art is great the art is the only good thing we got justice society back in this like a full justice society this is supposed to be a crisis on infinite earth level event and we are congratulating at getting the justice society that's great that's great but they did nothing with the plot what are you talking about? They're still going somewhere. We're still going somewhere. We're three issues in. What has happened? Because the, the death Justice of Justice League is gone. The death of Justice League happened in death of Justice in Justice League seventy, seventy five. So, oh, okay, seventy five. But not even in Dark Crisis one. So we already got the death of Justice, like the Justice League. Dark Crisis has barely been about anything. We find out that the the heroes without the Justice League don't know what they're doing and yeah. there's different factions already being created where the villains themselves have already been forming around each other especially under deathstroke and we don't know what's we exactly what's pulling the strings of deathstroke because i mean um what's his face seems to be doing it but what's pulling his strings right yeah like and then now that they're turning to the now that black adam was trying to form this team and he was going too hardcore for john superman can like and now he's going to the, the Legion of Doom. Like there's so many big factions being built right now. They destroyed Titans Tower, right? The, the the Titans and the Teen Titans are scrambling to try to get back together and what to find out what they can do. John's Superman team is not doing enough and going as far enough, at least in the eyes of Black Adam. So he went to try to find another route in villains, right? So like there's a lot going on in the moment. And then, yes, the Justice Society shows up and they're like, why didn't you call us, right? <laughs> what's going on? So they're officially back as this big team. And so I'm going to see what's, what's, what's going on further. Green Lanterns go out to try to find out find the uh, find the Justice League, right? And see what's going on. And yeah. Hal Jordan and Kyle Rayner and, um, uh, oh my God, why am I blanking on her name? Um, Joe, uh, Joe, Joe, yeah, go and get sucked into the Necron Black Lantern and end up in a different world. Which we're gonna see what's what's, what's going on with that here, probably in the the Green Lantern one shot. So that seemed like a lot. Yes, but also that was three issues, and I could talk for just as long about AXE number one, and that was one issue. You know what I'm saying? Please. What 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 happened in in AXE number one that was? I, I don't want to. I don't want to play this game, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not trying I'm to play ju- Judgment Day either. I in, love Judgment Day. That was really good. In, I, I think there's a lot of plot points in Judgment Day, and I like the fact that. And we'll get to like X Men Red and Immortal X Men Five. Oh, we I gotta think. get to. Yeah, we we'll, get we will. Yeah, you know, but like at the same time, 
uh, well, so Manny's out there says, who is the villain, Lowell, two thumbs way down? That's what Manny says. Uh, well, I'm enjoying it at least. Yeah. Um, um, what, what was that? Yeah, what's, gonna... what's, what's your criticism of that there's no story? For, 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 for Dark Crisis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what's your criticism? Okay, my favorite crisis, and you can quote me on this, is Infinite Crisis. Infinite Crisis. Infinite Crisis. Okay. Not Final Crisis, not Crisis on Infinite Earths, not whatever identity. the fuck else. Not Identity Crisis. I mean, Identity Crisis is not a crisis to me. It was, <laughs> is it not it, a crisis? Was it mislabeled? Identity, <laughs> identity Crisis leads us into Infinite Crisis. Sure, sure. Like a lot of the plot points do, right? No, yeah, um, sure, sure. But Infinite Crisis is my favorite true crisis, you know? Um, and so, and the reason is, is because there were, there was Infinite Crisis. There was plot points being set up in other books mm-hmm. that lead us into infinite crisis and then they had four different mini series the ram thanagar war day of vengeance the the secret six one what was it called it was uh villains united and the omac project sure. and it was able to tell all these stories and weave them together now dark crisis These are all different stories that could have been different miniseries, and I would have liked them to be explored. Hmm. Everything is quote is 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 being rushed through, which gives you this illusion that like a lot happened. Hmm. It's like not much happened. Green Lantern, sure. the Green Lantern Corps, they get five pages, and their five pages are: the Corps comes together, gives Kyle Rayner a ring. They go to the Black Lantern, Necron's Black Lantern. They go through to another universe where they fight Pariah, who's wearing an Pariah, anti-monitor. Thank you. Uh, yeah, he's Pariah. wearing an anti-monitor suit. That's it. For the Green Lantern story. For the Green Lantern story. But that yeah. was very quick. I'm just saying, like, there's the Green Lantern story. Then there's Justice League story. The Teen Titans story took up Teen Ti- uh, in, ep- issue two. in issue two. Yeah. You know? What was the conversation between Starfire and Barbara? They only like talked for like a, a panel. What did it say? Manny says there was a conversation between Starfire and Barbara. Yeah. They, I mean, I'm, nothing that caught me off guard. Too okay. much. Yeah. Um, they only talked for a panel. Mm. It's when they was in the third, I think the third issue when they're at the hospital for Beast Boy, like all the Titans and Teen Titans are just chilling there figuring out what's going on. Also, some things don't make any damn sense because of Teen Titans Academy. Like what? Do you do you read Teen Titans Academy? Oh yeah, I definitely read Teen Titans Academy. I was very disappointed with Teen Titans. Very Academy, disappointed. Yeah. Yes, um, I completely agree with that. They merged Cyborg and Beast Boy. They did in Teen Titans Academy. In Teen Titans, and end of Teen Titans, and then in this, I guess they're different. They're yeah. not merged because yeah, no, yeah, because how they explained it in Teen Titans Academy, they're like, you're still one person. We just like it's an illusion now that you're. It's two, an illusion right? that we look like separate people, but yeah, we are but one now person. they are separate. People. Yes, yes, that's um. A, that was a weird thing to do anyways, in general. <laughs> I don't most, know why they did that anyway. Most of the, the villain plot in, in this book is Villains United shit from Infinite Crisis, which I like Villains United. I just don't think this sure. one does it well um, because this is Deathstroke leading his villains. He's getting taken over by the Great Darkness and whatever. I also don't like Darkseid. Sure. Um, I think Darkseid's been overused in the past 10 years, 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. more than he's been used in, in the previous third sure, sure but i mean he, he hasn't shown up yet in this story i know but he's in every dc major event now <laughs> well yeah 
I mean, so has Thanos been for a long time. He usually shows up in everything. He was just in the Eternal storyline that led to Judgment Day. <laughs> I hate that it's always something like this that gets us all together, says Barbara. Starfire says, if Superman had been a second late, we would be building a Nightwing statue in front of the Hall of Justice, Barbara. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't notice. I don't understand what, 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 the, what that was, uh, why we're pointing it out. I don't I know. Mean, I true. did like that's true. Yeah. I did like Red Hood and and Arsenal being friends. Talking about his daughter. Yeah. No, I mean, I think they're oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, finally yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Manny says it just doesn't flow well. I don't think this series flows well. Hmm. But I don't want to spend all my time talking about <laughs> sure. I mean, we don't have to. I also, really enjoyed it. It's so, weird yeah, that they I... changed the name halfway through. They haven't even done it for this issue, right? Correct. Yeah. The reprints for one, two, and three will have the new, the actual title on it. Uh, at the Comic Con when I was at the panel, they were explaining that they're like, if we gave, if we said the original title to begin with, we would, uh, it would have given away the, the whole story. So they, what? They, what did, would it have given it away? What? What they're, they're coming, they're releasing all the, they're building the worlds again. It's like an opposite of, we built Rise the world. Hunters. What? We built the world at the end of uh, Death Metal. Build they a one world, or you're talking about all 52? All 52 were rebuilt at the end of death metal. That was the whole point of death metal. They rebuilt the multiverse already. I guess so. They rebuilt the multiverse and gave us a negative multiverse and gave us the old multiverse. But I thought all that, all that kind of like didn't it all like kind of crash down on each other though. Barry's Barry got stuck at the uh during Infinite Frontier or Justice yeah Infinite Frontier Infinite Frontier yes he got on Earth Frontier Zero or something yeah Barry got stuck in the previous multiverse I thought he I thought he was on like Earth Zero or something it's like no it's like Earth it's Earth it's multiverse one Earth whatever <laughs> like there's a different multiverse that's where sure, Barry's sure. stuck sure um and then uh um at the end with the whole totality the whole totality thing is all about multiversal stuff that's infinite frontier justice yeah, league incarnate justice league incarnate is a team of multiversal heroes yes so the multiverse has existed what the hell are they doing this for i don't know that's a good point i don't have a, i don't have a reason for that i don't know i don't know exactly what's 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 going on you know i'm not yelling at you right yeah, well, yeah, totally. I'm yelling past you, and I want you to yell with me, please. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking about what's actually uh, the other stories that lead up to this. It made sense a minute ago, but yeah, now that you explained it with, with that way, yeah. But I don't know. It, it, I've, I've been enjoying it. I, is I mean, it I'm going to keep written? reading it. Sure. Yes. Um, is it Infinite Crisis? No. I think the company is much different than what it was in Infinite Crisis. I don't think companies like AT&T or Discovery are going to let them do what they want like they used to. So I don't think we're going to ever get stuff like that again. I'm um, so worried. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, it seems like it seems like an, I, I wasn't taken aback by their pacing of the book. I don't think it was going too slow. I thought enough happened for me at least uh with with uh it seemed like a natural progression to me with uh john kent trying to step up as yeah. superman try and form his own team uh the villains going to the titans tower to try to take it out because that's the next logical people to give me those in tie-ins like there's too those, many are those tie-in stories worthy, though are those tie-in worthy i mean they have a young justice 
Dark Crisis tie-in. That's what I'm talking about. That's a tie-in worthy book, but like, I feel like that going about to Infinite Crisis Power is is main the, the story worthy. Yeah, I'm saying it shouldn't. Story. It's not even main story worthy. Mm, okay. None of these storylines are big enough to be main story worthy. What would be main story to you? I don't know. I don't even know what this story is. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. That's the problem. And I guess we'll find out after however many issues, six issues. <laughs> We're three damn issues in. We're halfway done. Don't know where, what, what is happening. Is it six? It. I thought it was eight. Is it eight? I would hope it's eight because hopefully they'll figure out a story before the end. You know? I just think that like, the the infinite crisis tie-ins did better because they gave all the magic they gave a magic uh storyline in day of vengeance they gave a villain storyline in villains united they gave seven, like the checkmate the checkmate storyline in omac project and they gave us a ran thanagar war which was the cosmic storyline and then at sure. the end in 52 all everybody had different stories that came out of that that then led us to one year later sure but. i think it's, a lot of it's kind of just dc reestablishing itself where yeah we're we're coming off of the new future which was one world and we're uh you know a lot a lot i was very confused with with uh infinite frontier and where we actually stood like yes you were talking about uh uh death metal and how it kind of reinvigorated the multiverse a little bit but we didn't know actually what was canon yet and what was what heroes that were left this isn't helping after the new 52 i think we're getting there i think it's only issue three i don't think the story needs to explain itself before issue three like at least we can see where we're going sure and i don't know i think what was crisis on infinite earths issue one what i I dare us both to go back and reread crisis because love to we will do it another time but <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do it another time. Yeah. I'm just getting it out. Uh, go. Let's talk about X-Men though, before we get out of here, there are three X-Men sure. books that came out this week. Um, some of them taking place before Axe, AXE, which is Avengers X-Men Eternals crossover. Yes. Judgment day. Uh, some of them took place before and some place to, during, took place during, uh, after immortal X-Men number five, uh, Legion of X number Very four and X-Men red number five. Now, which ones did you read? I read both. I read both. All three or two? Which one? Did you oh, read I read Legion? all. The, I read all the X Men. Was it Legion? I read yeah. Immortal and Red. Yep. Legion. Not much to talk about. Uh, no. I didn't get to finish it. Finish it. I kind of had to had to stop and and glance through. Other than Nightcrawler is literally having sex with this with this Araki lady, and yeah, he's supposed to be very good at it. I, I'm worried about Legion because I liked that it was weird for the first couple issues. Um, I'm just not seeing a point to the book right now at yeah. this point. I don't know what's what's going on, where I should be going, and what maybe it's a, maybe I'm having the same issue with Legion as you're having with Dark Crisis. Uh, it's possible. I, I'm not seeing where it's going. I, I I like that it's weird. I was hoping that it was doing. I just hope it also be weird with a point. At least Nightcrawler's having sex though. Yeah, you know, good for him. He, good for he, him. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, um, the ones yeah. that actually matter the most, Immortal X-Men number five deals with, actually both Immortal X-Men number five and X-Men Red number five both deal with the attack itself. The attack yeah. that the Eternals do on Rakoa and on Arako, both of those attacks take place during these issues. Um, a little more backstory for in immortal though i think red has a lot more of importance probably 
yes immortal i was hoping immortal was going to be a little more but i liked it don't get me wrong but it's a, but it, it, yeah it's, it's about a lot the of backstory mind, psychic yeah. invasion right yeah it's a lot more backstory on Extus too on who he is and uh his power set and like his like meaning for meaning for being there for himself. I, I kept forgetting who his messiah was his messiah used to be magneto yeah because yeah but when he, i like it he meets apocalypse in this and i'm like i just for some reason was like oh yeah he's a, a fan of apocalypse he's uh, apocalypse is the messiah and i'm like oh wait no that's right he thought magneto was the messiah apocalypse is the devil <laughs> i forgot yeah. i didn't realize yeah. that i don't know that they overt like they they full-on have said that up until this point yeah and i i like that uh because i always forget that yeah I know he's really old, Exodus, but I always forget that he was asleep for most of the time. And that he's was a asleep. big thing in this. Yeah, yeah, he's asleep for most of his life. Actually. What a weirdo. So he hasn't been alive, like conscious for that long, actually. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I never really related to Exodus. I don't care much about him, mostly because yeah. like he's not relatable. Yeah. He's just kind of a zealot. I right? like this new kind of like interact kind of like connection he's trying to make with hope though i'm interested yep. to see what that means like because he seems to be making a big deal about it for the yeah. past few issues on like his like he's he calls her the messiah right yeah. he, she he she's like his new messiah and she was that was the messiah complex so like that's yeah that's a very interesting co- connection so i'm interested to see where that goes but yeah most of the issue was his kind of like backstory x-men red though this is what we're going to finish this episode on x-men red yes. number five takes place yes. all during is it uranus or it's Uranus, right? Yeah. I know it's Uranus, but or or Uranus, but I think it's Oranos or Uranos, whatever. Uh, he is the like the Thanos, I guess, of the Eternals. But I know Thanos well, is the Thanos of the Eternals. Thanos but, is an Eternal, yeah. yeah. He's like he's like the, the grandfather, right? He's 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 the one before. He, and, but he's like so, he's like a beast, right? Like oh, yeah, not he's the beast, but he's like a he's a, force. a god, right? Yeah, and so yeah. he comes to Araco to kill everybody, and he's like, "Give me an hour, right?" Or 40 minutes or an hour, something an hour. like an hour. Because yeah, this 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 is what happened in Judgment Day when we when we saw him, right? He's he left when right. uh uh Durig sent him away and he came back. He's like, Yeah, it's all taken care of. This is what that means. I, I think that some people got upset at what happened in Judgment Day with Araco and with Magneto in particular, but I think that yeah. like I think people some people judge to jump to conclusions. Mm-hmm dare i say and i cannot speak on that community and and their uh, experiences but i do feel like maybe we judged because okay so we we deal with uranos kind of defeating everyone killing everybody and whatever and then we are meant to assume that magneto is dead but at the end of this well because he's he gets his heart ripped out or punched through yeah how is he alive yeah how is he alive it's three people that are alive that we can see. There He's are trying really hard to be alive right now. Nilo, like, Nilo is alive, but he yeah. has most of his memory because memories in in like the cells of himself, right? Yeah. Like, and he got a lot of cells destroyed. Nilo did. And then there's that blue guy who spat up metal for Magneto yeah. to use. Yeah. And Magneto. And they all kind of survived together this massacre. Um, and Magneto pops up with a hole in his chest but like this energy orb what yeah Yeah, i don't know what that is i assumed when i first read it that it was like him like with his pure will and magnetism like forcing something to happen like forcing maybe it was just a ball of magnetism that's forcing his blood through for some reason like 
because there's iron there's iron in blood like he can he yeah can like i don't know like i was like because he, he's because his face like he was really trying i was like i don't is he trying to like force himself to be alive i don't know but yeah other than that i don't know what that is i don't know what's 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 going on with that um i don't know and because that was the big worry though right because the issue before he destroys the memory the 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 backups right yeah storm and him and yeah. so him dying this time was like oh crap that's not a good so of course he's not gonna die he comes so he, back as joseph he's doing okay <laughs> no <laughs> i mean uh, i mean i think they could do joseph some justice you think they could do joseph i think they could do him some justice joseph okay. being All right. younger I'm, clone I'm of magneto try. i'm down to try yeah i'm down to try i mean we have some new writers now we have some you new know blood. we, let's, we let's, could let's, we could let's see what they some, can take him yeah I'm you know him. Yeah. Uh, last time see. we saw Joseph, he was like pretending to be Magneto and he turned evil. Yeah. And that was and, back uh, when Magneto was supposed to be dead. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's it was it's a, it's a weird it was a weird thing. Yeah. But, uh, I, yes, they. I'm willing. I would I would read that. I would read. That. Okay. Read All right. Yeah. Um, but this was an important issue. Like it, it really kind of showed the the power that the Eternals kind of have if this this guy's on their side. I like, want the Eternals to get ripped through. You think so? I want that, like, I, I, I don't dislike the Eternals. The sure. Avengers aren't doing jack shit. I don't know why it's called. No, AXE. it's just too powerhouse. It should have just I been XE. This. I love this though. Like, I love X Men has become this like galactic powerhouse. Yeah. And the Avengers are just trying to catch up. Like, they only have the Phoenix. Idiots. It's not even a new. It's not even like an experienced Phoenix. Echo yeah. just got it, so she's yeah. learning how to do it. The so, Phoenix like, would not turn against the X Men. I'll tell you that. I, I did like that part in Judgment Day when Sot was like, isn't it weird not having the Phoenix on our side, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, that was, that was fun. But uh, yeah, I like this. And we have old old power, right, with the Eternals, right? Because they've yeah. always been eternal. They've always been immortal. They've always had this power. There's always only 100 of them. And this is what they are. They've always been this way. And they, the X-Men have pushed themselves. They fought the entire time of their existence to get where they're at, right? And yeah. being destroyed again. Like, that's what... The, no wonder they're always angry. Like, no wonder they're always feel like being now, like, because they are. And they're yeah. fighting back so hard and they've gotten to where they are by being a unit, by being together. And I I can't wait to see where this is going. And yeah, of course, the X-Men are just trying to catch up. Not the X-Men, the Avengers are just trying to catch yeah, up. Yeah, the Avengers are idiots. Yes. You you heard it here first. <laughs> uh, 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 Michael, thank you so much for coming on and, and talking you, with me. Um, yeah. Even though it was just you and me, there was never any point in which I'm like, We've run out of things to talk about. Yeah, we can go forever, man. I yeah. thank you for inviting me. I really do. Of I course. love hanging out with you. Your, your your opinion is fantastic. I love hearing about it, and it gets me thinking about a lot of stuff. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Michael, where can we find you online? Right now, at this current moment, it's uh, for the love of comics on on TikTok, and uh, I'm on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter as well. I have Linktree in my face uh, my. Um, uh, TikTok account as well. So you can find all my social medias there. That's my big prominent one for sure. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. You're on Instagram and TikTok. Yep. I'm all, I'm, you do I'm, great work. I'm, I'm everywhere. You do great work. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, for anyone out there who's watching our live stream, we are on Twitch and we are on YouTube now, twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show and youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. If you're listening to the podcast, you're listening to wherever you get podcasts from. So Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Um, 
Uh, we're all over the place. We're on Instagram and TikTok, primarily social media wise, at The Keeg Show. But we're also on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at The Keeg Show as well. Um, definitely stay tuned uh, uh, to see what else we have going on. Uh, we not only have comic talks every Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, we also have The Keeg Back, which is every Friday night. It's our hangout show. We do that 8 p.m. Pacific time, 11 p.m. Eastern time. It's just a hangout show if you're at home on a Friday night tune in uh we also have the key talks uh every other weekend or so i'm not quite sure whether we're going to do an episode this weekend or not uh this is a weird couple of weeks so we'll see how that goes but she hulk is starting soon uh she hulk episodes will be coming out on thursdays now yep that's all that um and then andor will start a couple weeks a month after that on wednesdays so am i still on that show the, Which one? The, Andor one. The, the shield, shield? One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shield? I got yeah, you yeah. down. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it, but yes, you are. Of course, I'm you are. Super excited. She's like yeah. one of my favorite Marvel characters. I'm ridiculously excited. Yeah, I think I think I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you're, you're a fan. I like it. Um, for anyone out there, it doesn't matter where you're digesting us. As long as you are digesting us, give us a high five or a plus or a like or a whatever. Let us know you're out there and that you're listening. Um, however you digest us, that is up to you. But thank you so much for being a fan. Uh, this is it. This was Comic Talk. Uh, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been another episode of Comic Talk, this time for August 4th, 2022. Take care. Support your local comic book shops, comicshoplocator.com. Take care, everybody. Bye.